He said, pretty, he said, pretty please. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Back at MJ BizCon 2023, I look around because it's a massive space. It's like the Vatican of cannabis here in Las Vegas. What is it, like November something? But I'm here with a couple of my favorite people from, they happen to be from Arizona, but they are, are, are pretty much a international dispo International. Dispo International. Dispo International. The greatest, the biggest, <laughs> the largest, and the sexiest packaging company in the cannabis space. You John... could have started with sexy. <laughs> yeah. I was leading up to it. I was, it was a build-up. John and Jeff, how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Good Thanks for you. having Good us on the show, man. Always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, cheers to you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. cheers to us. Your yeah. success, because yeah. uh, we're going to get into your story real quickly, because I want to make sure people know who you are. Although you've been your co-host of uh, Meet a Game Day which is pretty cool, but they yeah. should know about your journey into cannabis. And uh, let's start uh, talking about you a little bit, then you a little bit, then we'll talk about Dispo, and then we'll talk about some of the themes and stuff that we're hearing and that are happening in the cannabis space. Sure. So let's talk about your journey. You know, uh, my journey in cannabis started in high school, frankly. <laughs> All right, uh, this is unshackled. So yeah, yeah. I, I had a guy who confessed <laughs> to dealing to his second grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> in second grade. His parents were heavy pot smokers, and he... <laughs> well, well, let's focus on you. Let's focus on yes. uh, this show here. And, and it's like how, a show-and-tell thing. Uh, how much we appreciate being here with you. And, you know, uh, cannabis industry has, has come naturally to both Jeff and I. Uh, been around it for quite a long Since time. high school? Uh, uh, well, Jeff was in high school quite a long time before well, I was. Everybody know. starts in high school, don't they? <laughs> back, then, that, back then, they had other kinds of cannabis. I'm just kidding. But you were cannabis, uh, understood cannabis in high school, and then... Yeah. Uh, but through, throughout my, you know, adult life, it's always been a part of my, my world. And, and uh, as this industry became a viable uh, profession, it certainly uh, was of interest to me. Uh, and fortunately, uh, I've got good friends in the world. Jeff and I were uh, having a conversation almost six years ago now and uh, uh, talking about what we might do in the industry. And, uh, and Jeff said, Shed, let's start a distribution company. And we've been buddies, golf buddies for a long time and uh, been very fortunate to have a business that's had success uh, so far and looking forward to future success as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've been in, in and around cannabis in business really since early 2000s. Uh, owned smoke shops, head shops. Oh, wow. Di distribution companies that sell to head shops around North, you know, throughout North America, really. So and you so, so you work, uh, your expertise was in distribution. Yeah, yeah. I learned how to distribute some time ago. Yeah. And when John and I were chatting... Yeah, because I know John. He can get somebody elected governor with his eyes closed, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, distribution. That, I don't. And that's exactly it. John had a lot of connections in the industry. And it, quite frankly, his words were, I know everybody. I just don't know how to monetize this situation. Right. Okay. And I'm next. I know everybody. I don't know how to monetize this situation. <laughs> yeah, get Jeff on your side. I know. <laughs> yeah, old Coach Jeff over here. Uh, hey, it's unshackled. Everything's yeah, straightforward right. on this. No Got no secrets here. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Man. We. You know. We. Yeah. We thought about it. We got back. Got back to uh, our home hometown and put together a business plan. Uh, we literally started this company with what forty thousand bucks. Forty five. Yeah. yeah. Forty five thousand dollars. Who's forty five thousand dollars? Was that? Well, just a shared amount of money. You know, we both set aside a little cash to make sure we had enough to get the business going. Okay. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, 
we cash flowed the very first month and have never had to put another dollar in or borrow another dollar to, to run our business. It's it's all been built on our own cash flow. That's incredible. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's well, when, you know, the funny part is we started, we thought we were going to do pipes and bongs and pens and grinders and, and such. And we, John got us a meeting at, at at that time, the largest chain in, in Phoenix, Swell Pharmacy. You remember Swell, Swell, Jim Kaufman. Jim Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is now Cure Relief. And they had been trying to make a, a box, a cartridge box, you know, small, small little standard box. And uh, John looked at me and goes, oh, we can do that. We can have that for you in three or four weeks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just kind of in the meeting biting my lip. We get in the car, and I go, how the fuck are we going to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, ah, he goes, you'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure I, it I, out. I, I got to grab my pillow, but go ahead. Keep yeah. telling the story. What did you do? So we, you know, we successfully delivered 10,000 boxes. And they go, hey, can you guys make Mylar bags? Oh, yeah, bags we can have too. those. Yeah, we can have those for you in three or four weeks. John. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Uh, but, but at the end of the day. Somebody we, makes bags somewhere. Uh, at the end of the day, we did deliver. And, uh, and, Got it. Thanks. And, you know, at that time in Arizona, there was only one other person that was really providing packaging. And this, this gal uh, was known to come through most of the time. Who was that? I can't remember her name, and I wouldn't say it if I did. But yeah. uh, but she was known to come through most of the time. Yes. And what we're known for is coming through all of the time and, and providing our signature old school service uh, as, as a reason for our growth and, and uh, really have appreciated not only the uh, work that we do in Arizona, but how Arizona is really a leader in the cannabis industry as a marketplace that should be looked at uh, and, and duplicated because uh, of our success there, we have been able to have success everywhere. People like the Arizona people, you know? It's, I mean, we're not, we don't have the legacy that California does, but it seems like we have a good community. Well, Arizona did it right. Um, I always called it collaborative competition in the industry. You know, Mita was kind of the hub where everybody got together and, and shared ideas and networked. And, well... All the license holders were fiercely competitive with each other. There was also common, common, commonality amongst them and shared goals that they brought them together and they worked together. So it's been a unique industry and a really cool experience. I feel as if you get your mic a little closer. Okay. Just in case. You got it. Yeah, that sounds good. Better. So, so Dispo grew from a forty-five dollar deficit company to. Uh, we don't have to get the exact numbers if you want to, but I know you guys are in the tens of millions of dollars. And yeah. revenue annually, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it, it really is um, because we have been evolving ahead of the industry and letting it meet us where we are uh, and our, our entrepreneurial spirit, even though we're now almost six years old, we're still operating uh, in an entrepreneurial way and, and seeing opportunities, finding gaps in the industry and filling them uh, with uh, new ideas, fresh ideas, new technology, software development. Yeah. Uh, it's a big part of our game now. Uh, you guys are doing consulting as well, or just kind of that's just like a, you know, we're friends now, I'll share it with you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just a part of our, our situation. People are, are going to need our, our expertise. And yeah. Well, the, yeah, we, we're kind of the Switzerland of the industry. We know everybody. Uh, we know what's going on. Of course, we keep walls up in between all of our uh, clients. Yeah, but... We know a lot, 
And if we can share some general information that's going to help people, whether it's trends or what we expect to see happening in the industry or what's happening in other states, uh, yeah, people rely on us for that type of information. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you saw somebody fail or make a mistake, I mean, you want to share that with other people so they don't fail and make that mistake. Absolutely. Well, that's a big part of it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, our customer success is our success. And the more packages uh, that they sell off of the retail shelf, the more packages they purchase from us. And, and the, the bigger and brighter the industry can be for all of us. I mean, that must happen all the time where somebody says, I have this packaging idea. I want to do this little twit, little da 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 And you guys are like, well, we know the dude who did da-da-da-da-da, and that didn't work out so well. That's right. So we're going to take you in this direction. Well, we're trying to trying to get with people. You know, our, our favorite is when we can get with someone before they have uh, conceptualized the entire uh, product, you know, or, right. or, or the brand. I mean, how many people can have med or farm or pharmacy or green or whatever else in the name of their company uh, and, and expect to differentiate themselves from the market, uh, marketable products out there? And so... Uh, what we're trying to do is educate people on what brand archetypes are uh, and how to transcend cannabis as just the plant, just a product, and it's really more about the lifestyle of the people that are consuming it. And you guys, one of the other things I just happened to want to take in another different direction, all the Aspire guys. This is a cool place to be, by the way. Yeah, it absolutely is. We got nice, the Aspire people are hosting us. And you were just out meeting with I Spire, right? Somewhere? Was that you? Or was that? I believe so, no. Okay. I thought that was you. Maybe it was Stacy. That's Jeff. He's the big dog from I Spire over there with the oh, plug. Yeah. They got these plug things. I still haven't earned my plug. What's a plug thing? Uh, I, I, it's like if you know a lot of people. Sounds scary. Oh, actually, I think it's if you like do a million dollars in sales, something like that. Uh-huh. You get like a, the plug because you know a lot of people. I, don't know. I just uh-huh. I symbolically. I should have four or five of those. Right, exactly. <laughs> But you guys, one of the things I like about your company is that you guys do a lot of community stuff. I know you're involved with Mita. Don't bring that up again. I always appreciate the love. But I know you guys are involved. Anytime that something happens, hey, there's Drew from Boveda, the whole Claire from Boveda. <laughs> Every time that something happens in the in the community, you guys are first to step up. And I know you guys have some favorite projects and favorite themes, social justice, I know is one of yours. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, having come from a background of being in community service and, and uh, involved in the political world, uh, we certainly understand as an organization that being engaged in your community uh, is a responsibility. If you're, if you're going to uh, earn uh, revenue and, and uh, income from an industry, you've got to support it and support the people that are around it. And, and so participating in MEDA is an honor uh, and a responsibility. Appreciate and, that. Uh, and we, we think very highly. And we don't just participate in Arizona in those organizations. We participate in them all over the country. Yeah, that's just what I was going to bring up. I mean, we're yeah, you guys were behind the, the big victory here in Missouri. That's right. We, uh, Congratulations. We made, we made a, what Congratulations. We made, we made tens of thousands of stickers that people could put on their exit bags. Uh, to vote yes, we contributed financially to the campaign. We like being involved in every market that we're in. Well, and it's it's only to our advantage. Adult use going uh, legal in Missouri, uh, uh, Mississippi having a medical market, Virginia uh, getting ready to hand out 400 new licenses. Yeah, uh, these states. Uh, are just a new place for us to go participate in the industry. And so it uh, ha- has a lot of value for us from a marketing standpoint to be engaged. Check, check this out. You're going to like this. This is the evolution of Downing. 
you know, uh, the reason I appreciate the sentiment is because there's no direct ROI. But you know that the indirect ROI is multifold. Absolutely. Yeah. So no. I could be a businessman now, right? <laughs> you are a businessman. I can't believe you haven't figured out how to monetize this situation. I, uh, I don't. I don't yeah, have a Jeff yeah. in my this life. Guy's, this guy's wearing this is like a $700 shirt. No, this is like from Mexico. No, no, no. I know what that is. I do want to talk a little bit about your your necklace there. And, oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Uh, we, always a good shout out to High Point Jewelry, Pam, Glenn. Glenn designed the Freedom Dog Tag. It's down me. It's calling card. John has one. Jeff has one. You're probably giving out about eighty. Yeah. Represents freedom, choice. I and, never, uh, never miss an opportunity to talk about Glenn and honor his uh, memory and and uh, what a, what an excellent man. I never did see him without a smile on his face. Yeah, very positive. Yeah, a big advocate of freedom and choice. That's him and I bonded over that when he created this thing. He put it on my neck, basically. Uh, I don't know, it was more than a year ago, and and uh, he passed away in December, but uh, December last year. It was about a year and a half ago. He put it on my neck, and I haven't taken it off since. Oh, is that right? You shower with that thing I, on? I even get massages with these things on. Is that right? Yeah. yeah I, you I make give a, massages or get no, massages? No, I, <laughs> I, I do give massages, too. But only on occasion. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, okay. you do all them rich people things. No, the rich people. I think he needs to get down in the gutter with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, real quickly. So, we got, we got a very successful dispo. Packaging needs. Fun time. I highly recommend out there. If you're in Phoenix, you can check out their office. You guys need a mobile. You know what you need to do? That office, you need a mobile version. How do we get that cool office vibe everywhere we go? I think it should also be an airplane. An airplane? An air- <laughs> That's not a bad idea. A diz jet. Yeah, a diz jet. That would be a good deal. We a need dis- one. A diz yeah. jet. You park it for like a week in every city, and you make your appointments. People can come in. Yep, yep. You know? Yep. So. You can probably afford it somehow there, you know? a real big plane. A big plane. Yeah, a real big like, one. Like, a, like one of those Hercules planes. You think they'd let me fly it? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you get get yourself a Hercules, and a, and you can probably rent pilots, then fly from city to city for two weeks, set up all your appointments. You can replicate the vibe of your office in the Hercules, park it at the airports, and then you guys are... Mobile Office International. Yeah, what do those things go for? I, I'm sure it's in our budget. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be tens of dollars. You guys, uh, <laughs> you guys are, you, I mean, you guys are international. Uh, so when, when we talk about international, I know you guys are doing uh, dispensaries, manufacturers, cultivators, all the different uh, people who use your products in all the different states. But you're also looking at international projects as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the opportunity is very real, and there's just so much going on right here. In, uh, in the United States, it's, it's hard to, to broaden your focus, but at some point we have to. And ultimately, it's just uh, we have the capacity to do it. We have the infrastructure to do it. It's just about making those relationships. And, and I know you guys are doing quite a lot internationally as well. Maybe we can find an opportunity to uh, collaborate and do something together. It's like everybody, like, walks by here. It's yeah. just so cool. <laughs> That's one of the biggest people in Mexican cannabis. Yeah. If you ever want to migrate your brand into cannabis, oh, that, that we, girl over we, there. We absolutely do. We'll have to make an introduction here in just a minute. I know. It's just wild. Oh, actually, yeah, Dispo, Mexico. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All Di- right. Dizexico. Well, there might be, that might be my role. Yeah, there you go. Se habla español. Do you really? Yeah, that's not like a reference to anything else, but se habla español. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so no, it's great. I know you guys got to get out there and wander back around and meet people. Um, 
just last thing, uh, any big themes, scuttlebutt on the floor, things people are talking about uh, that uh, people who miss MJ BizCon should know about? What, what do, uh, except for having a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge show. Obviously, there's a lot going on. Uh, one thing that I've noticed about this show more than last is the amount of automation uh, that is cropping up that kind of shows you the, you know, the size and scale of the industry and what it's become. Uh, you know, automated packaging is something that we're involved in quite heavily with partnered with uh, Leafy Pack, who's over at booth 7945. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing automated baggers, jar, uh, jar fillers, scales, pre-roll machines. Um, so to me, that's probably one of the one of the bigger things I've seen is the amount of technology that has uh, come into the manufacturing side of things. Technology. Yeah, there's quite a lot of innovation going on. I, I think the other thing that we've noticed this year at our booth is the audience, the crowd, the people that are here uh, are here and know where in the show to go to find the thing they're actually looking for and trying to be educated about. And so I think the new uh, ownership at MJ BizCon uh, has, has done a really nice job creating a, a better and more intelligent audience. Uh, and, and so I, I think that, to me, is what's standing out about this show, is it's a more curated audience uh, that are, are here and, and have a, uh, a mission uh, that they're trying to accomplish here. And so I uh, really appreciate the, the organizers of the show here and the opportunity to uh, participate not only in it, but be a part of the content. I'll be speaking later today. Um, what are you speaking about? Uh, unwrapped. Uh, we're going to talk about pack packaging and a couple of my fellow competitors in the industry are oh. uh, going to get up and, and share share the stage and, and convey our messages to, to the audience here. Someday, somebody is going to hire me for my ideas. <laughs> Podcast by John Hartzell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dispo Unwrapped. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, I, I thought about just getting up there and start unwrapping, you know what I mean? No, we don't need that. <laughs> we have meat unshackled. We have a heart, so we have Dispo unwrapped. Folks, reach out to them. How do they get in touch with you? Hey, Dispo.com, D-I-Z-P-O-T.com. Look forward to being in touch with everybody. Get us online, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, FaceChat, whatever they are. We're all over the place, baby. And, uh, and thank you for getting me my first cranberry vodka of the day. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. That. Yep. Thank you very much. That's our pleasure. Well, see you soon. It's hey, interesting that they serve alcohol here with no cannabis. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for another episode of Meat Unshackled. <laughs>